Supersperm may need supplements, but which ones? Join me today on the I'm Thinking of Having a Baby podcast. Hannah Erickson here, fertility and pregnancy dietitian, helping you get your dream family faster. If you've ever wondered what's the deal with male supplements, by the end of today's episode, you'll know so much more about which ones are helpful for sperm. There are a couple of plot twists, okay, so stay tuned. If you're a lady, you hopefully have a good idea about which supplements are essential for you to take. Now, if you don't already know that, there is an earlier episode covering it. But what about men? It goes without saying that sperm health is ultra critical in getting pregnant. They're one half of the equation after all, right? So if you're thinking about having a baby and just want to make sure your bubba is made of the best stuff, or if you've been trying for a while and things just aren't happening, keep listening. Sperm health is determined by a number of things, and in the previous two episodes we've covered aspects of those. With 50% of infertility attributable to men, it's important to know if there's anything that can be done to help make it better. If a couple is taking longer than they thought to conceive, it's really common for men to get a sperm test done, and that's been the standard procedure for the last 100 years or so. And I cannot tell you how often this has happened, but I'll have a couple with unexplained infertility, they'll come and they'll say everything is normal on the sperm front, except I have have a little bit of an inkling around how the guy eats and without having proof look I don't actually know for certain but I have strong suspicions that all is not right on the sperm front even though their tests have come back normal as we are discovering through the research these sperm analysis that we've been doing are a poor predictor of a man's ability to actually have kids what we've been testing doesn't actually tell us the most important part of the story so even if your sperm tests come back normal there is actually a chance that your sperm aren't normal. So what could be the reason for this? One of the main ones is something called oxidative stress and if you've been under a rock I've been talking about oxidative stress for a long time and it just means that there's too much of a certain kind of chemical in your sperm and this can mess up the sperm in a few ways like making it harder for them to do their job, possibly harming their outer coating and their inside genetic material. Of course all of this then makes it tough for the sperm to fertilize an egg and create a healthy baby. So when we're checking a man's fertility we should also look at whether there's too much oxidative stress in his sperm. If you like stats I'll give you some numbers. So of the 50% infertility that men are responsible for, 50% of that is unknown or unexplained, which is where the standard sperm tests come back normal, but there's no clear reason why they can't conceive. And in these men, it's estimated 30 to 40% of them have oxidative damage affecting fertility. Whereas the other 50% of infertility cases, they're called idiopathic, which is where the sperm tests, they do come back abnormal, but again, the reasons for this aren't clear. And up to 80% of these men have evidence of oxidative stress in their sperm. So whether your sperm test comes back normal or abnormal, again, there's actually a high chance that you do have some oxidative damage. And these are huge numbers. We're talking tens of millions of men. And so what I'm hoping is clear is that this is a big issue. It's often undiagnosed and completely unrecognized. And at this point, we run into a major problem. There's currently no affordable, accessible way of doing testing for oxidative stress yet. It's all pretty recent and mainstream technology is yet to catch up. So knowing that oxidative stress is a big deal, knowing that we can't really know for certain how much we're dealing with, what can we do to combat it? When it comes to oxidative stress, we know that the body produces antioxidants and these are helpful molecules that get rid of what causes oxidative stress, which is pesky free radicals. 
The body also relies on being able to replenish these antioxidants, and this is by eating certain types of foods. Balancing the amount of antioxidants through food and lifestyle becomes so important then in sperm health, particularly when at this stage we're walking in the blind, as it were, in terms of exactly how much oxidative damage we're dealing with in a couple. So let's talk supplements. Most nutrients that have been shown to benefit men's sperm, fertility and chances of having a baby have some kind of antioxidant capacity. No surprise there, right? (laughs) Some men might want to take supplements out of moral support for their lady or because their partner told them to. Others know their diet and lifestyle aren't as great as they could be and feel that taking a supplement is a great quick fix to change that. It pays to mention at this point that any men taking prenatal supplements are doing so of their own volition, unless of course you're being forced to, Uh, but your GP certainly wouldn't be recommending any because there are no clear guidelines on what to take, what dosages and for how long. And by now you're dying for me to tell you what supplements I'm actually referring to. So I'm going to list six main ones and the research around them, and then I'll finish with some recommendations. So first up, L-carnitine, I'll call it LC. It's a natural substance found in red meat and dairy and it's essential for our body's energy processes. It's super concentrated though in a part of the men's reproductive system called the epididymis. In one study, guys with fertility issues took LC along with something called PTX for three months. It improved all aspects of their sperm and made assisted reproductive techniques, so like IVF, ICSI, work better for them. Another study found that guys with lower LC levels in their sperm tended to have lower sperm counts and less healthy sperm. They also found that LC supplements helped improve sperm quality in men with fertility problems, especially if their sperm didn't move well to begin with. Some other studies showed that LC could boost sperm motility and protect sperm from damage caused by these free radicals. In one study, again, adding vitamin E along with LC improved sperm movement, but it didn't change sperm density or shape. So, All up, LC seems to have potential in helping guys with fertility issues. Coenzyme Q10 is the next one. I'll call it CoQ10 and it's like a protector for ourselves. And again, you can find it in foods like meat, fish and actually peanuts. So it shields our cells from damage caused by these free radicals. And in studies with rats, they found that CoQ10 along with LC helped improve sperm quality, which could be a big deal, obviously, if you're trying to have a baby. And people taking CoQ10 supplements, it seemed to help guys with fertility problems by increasing their sperm count, how well their sperm moved and their shape or morphology. But it's important to note that while these improvements in sperm health, they're good, they don't actually guarantee that a man will become a dad. The studies didn't show any relationship between taking CoQ10 and having a pregnancy or a successful live birth. So more research is certainly needed uh, to be sure about that part. Next one, zinc. It's a super important element for guys trying to have babies. And again, you find it in foods like meat, fish and milk. Some studies suggest that not having enough zinc might be a reason for male infertility because zinc helps our cells do lots of important things like making DNA and proteins, all of which is required in great quantities for your sperm. Some studies found that men with lower zinc levels tended to have fertility problems. And when they took zinc supplements, their semen volume, how well their sperm moved and how they looked got better but in one study combining zinc and folic acid didn't seem to help guys with other issues so it can be a game changer for some if someone is particularly deficient in it but it's probably not something that will work for everyone and we need to do more research of course selenium is another one it's a tiny but super important element for me when it comes to making healthy sperm and the hormone testosterone selenium is needed for at least 25 different proteins in our bodies that help keep sperm strong 
In one study, guys with fertility issues took selenium, along with something called N-acetylcysteine, for about half a year, six months, and it made their sperm count, how well their sperm moved and how they looked, all better. Another study gave guys vitamin E and selenium for three months, and it helped reduce oxidative stress. Also in rats, giving them special probiotics with extra selenium made their sperm better, especially if they were overweight rats. So selenium can be helpful, but more research is needed for sure. Vitamin C is the next one, and it's found in fruits like oranges and berries. Some research showed that taking vitamin C supplements could improve sperm motility, sperm count, and the percentage of healthy sperm in infertile men. And a diet rich in vitamin C and other nutrients was linked to a lower risk of sperm problems. In rats, vitamin C also seemed to help counteract the damaging effects of free radicals on the testicles and sperm. So again, vitamin C might play a role in supporting male fertility. It would depend on the dose and the frequency. Uh, vitamin E. So this is one that you can get from foods like almonds, avos, spinach, and sweet potatoes. Vitamin E works well with other antioxidants too, like vitamin C. In some studies on guys with fertility issues, taking vitamin E along with vitamin C helped reduce damage to their sperm DNA, but it didn't seem to change how well their sperm could move or how many there were. In another study, when guys with sperm problems took selenium and vitamin E for a few months, more than half of them saw an improvement in how their sperm moved and looked, and some even got babies out of it. Plus, in some guys with fertility issues, the levels of CoQ10 and vitamin E in their blood were lower, which could be a clue for diagnosing and treating uh, what's causing this male infertility. I'm just going to make a comment as well on Menavit, which is a multivitamin that men can take that's like the counterpart to Elevit. So one study found that three months of supplementation prior to getting IVF or ICSI treatment did improve pregnancy rates compared to placebo. And Menavit is a combination of a number of these supplements I've already described and mentioned. So now I'm going to throw a couple of spanners into the mix. A working group has come together recently and evaluated all current evidence regarding antioxidant supplementation to improve sperm parameters. Now, their recommendation to the World Health Organization is, now hold on to your seats, there is insufficient data to recommend the use of supplemental antioxidant therapies for the treatment of men with abnormal semen parameters and or male infertility. Okay, that's quite a mouthful. So what we're saying here is While I've just listed a bunch of evidence, the quality of this evidence at the moment is pretty low and there's not enough clarity around exactly what supplements, what doses for how long to be able to recommend. So it's a bit of a bummer um, because we've got promise, but we just don't know enough to be like, yep, this is what we need to take. And now there's another spanner. So using antioxidants without caution, okay, might actually make things worse for men with normal sperm health by causing a different kind of stress. So not oxidative stress, but the opposite called reductive stress. And it's a condition where there's, again, an imbalance in the body with too much of a good thing. Having too many antioxidants can be harmful because it disrupts a normal balance of chemical reactions in cells, potentially leading to cell damage or dysfunction. So in the context of sperm health, it means that if you overload the body with antioxidants when it doesn't need them, it can cause problems instead of helping. So now what? (laughs) Do what you can. This is not to say male supplements are out of the question, but you need to be smart about it. You could start with taking a good look at your current diet and lifestyle, things like regular exercise, alcohol, caffeine, smoking, and of course, diet in capital underline. Yep. There are likely to be gaps in your lifestyle and diet. And so it helps to know where you're at. 
In the show notes, there's a a link to the Fertility Friendly Foods downloadable. So snaffle it. You can compare how you're currently eating to what will bring maximum baby making goodness. Now from here, once you know where you're currently at, you can go ahead and DIY things. So increase certain foods where they're low, reduce quantities where they're too high. Remember, antioxidants are abundant in plant foods, whole grains, nuts, seeds, legumes, vegetable proteins, veggies and fruit, as well as lean meats, fish. Another thing you could do is a diet analysis. And this is where you would keep a food record of everything you eat and drink for three days. Now, here's an invitation to you if you want to. Go ahead and email it through to me. No matter where you're at in the world, I'd love to receive it. And I can analyze it for you with my fancy software and give you a lowdown on what's missing and how you can get it through food or if supplements would be a better fit. And then giving you some info on appropriate dosing regimes, which supplements are options for you and and where you could purchase them. The cost of that, a quick fix call would be 49 New Zealand dollars. So if you're in New Zealand and this sounds appealing to you, we can meet up online, right? Just do a virtual call. Or if you're in Australia, we can do the same. But if you're anywhere else in the globe, you can email me. And of course, to level up, you can go ahead and book in with your friendly fertility dietitian. It's what we do and love slash are slightly obsessed with. Come with your partner and leave with practical systems to eat well consistently without feeling like you're on a diet. Now, as an aside, a dietitian in New Zealand cannot endorse or profit from any supplementation. So I can't endorse any specific brands. At least you know that I won't be giving you the dodgy sell. All right. Your brain, I imagine, is probably hurting at the moment. So let's recap. Oxidative stress is super common and likely a major player in taking time to conceive. Even if you're thinking of trying for a baby in a few months, making changes now will mean you have more success and most importantly, make a healthy baby. Remember that it takes at least three months to see a change in sperm parameters. Now, while measuring oxidative stress directly is still a wee while away, you can take steps to reduce your risk of it. There are key nutrients that are particularly beneficial. Now, all of the six that I've mentioned, you can get from food, no joke. And you can also purchase them in supplement form. But keep in mind, dosing is super important to you because unnecessary supplementation can make okay sperm not so okay. It really helps to know where you're currently at and everybody is different. Y'all know how to get in touch with me if you want further info or support. Oh no, you don't know how to get in touch with me? Find me online on Instagram at ohgoodness underscore nutrition. You can email me at hannah at ognutrition.co.nz or my website ognutrition.co.nz. I loved preparing this episode. I know it was a doozy, so let me know what you got out of it. If you have any questions, always love to hear as well if there's content you would like me to cover in future episodes. I'll catch you baby makers around soon.